Bonjour. You're listening to the Living Well podcast. In this podcast, I will be taking you on my amazing journey to living well. I will be teaching you how to manage your mind as well as giving you the nutritional secrets I learned growing up in Paris. My goal is to help you achieve mind and body balance and to show you what is truly possible for you in your life. I am excited to share it all with you. I'm Carol, your host, Certified Life and Weight Coach. Welcome to the Living Well Podcast. Bonjour tout le monde. Hello everybody. So we are in full mode election week and a lot of my clients have been messaging me feeling very stressed out, feeling worried. Um, and personally, I'm realizing that I've been feeling quite relaxed about it all. And I was wondering, like, why is that, that I'm able to feel relaxed when everybody else is feeling so stressed out? As you know, I'm a huge believer in the law of attraction. And so basically, I think I just choose to place my energy towards the positive. I choose to believe in democracy and I choose to focus on what I want to see happening rather than to worry about what might be happening. Worrying, remember, is always an act about something that takes place or would take, take place in the future. So when we project um, worry and doubts, actually, that's what we attract. Um, so if you can, I would definitely recommend that you send your good vibes and your positive energies to the candidate you support and to have faith that your energies of confidence will serve your candidate and the country a lot more than if you choose worry and doubts. And worrying is not good for your health. It's not good for helping managing any buffering also that you might be dealing with uh, in those time of, you know, high emotional intensities where when you're, you know, trying to numb it with food and alcohol or Amazon. So I would really recommend that you try taking care of yourself um, as best as you can emotionally through these uh, very uncertain times. Overeating, over drinking, over shopping might quiet your worried, uh, your worried voice, you know, in your head for a minute, but the numbing effect that you're going to get from overeating, over drinking won't last. And the voice that stirs up the strong emotions will come back even louder afterwards when you're not numb anymore. So it's not, um, it's not helping to just shove it under the rug. It's better to try and allow your emotions, question why you're feeling this way, try and connect to where it's happening in your body and to try and, uh, you know, connect to a place of more, you know, neutral and more neutral feelings and more positive energies um, so that you can feel more confident in what um, in what the outcome will be. Um, so please take care of yourself, my friends, and really don't re don't hesitate to reach out to me. I'm really here for you. So today in this podcast, I want to continue and pursue our little workshop on relationships. 
it's a very important topic, whether it's relationship with your loved one or whether it's relationship with a colleague or whether it's relationship with your parents or with your siblings. Uh, relationship is just such um, an important topic that I want to cover it as much as I can um, here and there in, in, in various episodes so that you can have kind of an aspect of the whole entire, you know, um, spectrum of it. So if you recall, for those who have been following me in episode 27, we spoke about the manual and about the fact that to have the best relationships in your life, to approach relationships with more uh, serenity and authenticity, it's super important to try and detach yourself from all the things you feel that the people in your lives should say and should do in order to make you happy. And that when you become more conscious of your manual, meaning of the list you have in your head about all the things you want or you expect that another person does or say, um, just so that you can feel good or better, then you realize that people can actually be who they choose to be. They can be who they want to be and that you can absolutely be okay with them being who they want to be. That your mental and your physical well-being does not have to, dep to depend upon what the people do and the people say. And so today I want to speak to you about a notion that is equally important and hugely liberating and goes really hand in hand with the manual, and that is boundaries. Learning to set up boundaries will help you when someone has a behavior that is not what you like or that is not um, acceptable to you. Remember, nothing that people do or say can technically make us feel good or bad. What does it is our thought about what they say or what they do. We cannot think and feel at the same time. We always think before we feel, okay? We can't think and feel together. So we first think and that thought creates an emotion. So we think before we feel. So the good news is about that is that we can act upon our thoughts. We can observe our thoughts. We can evaluate our thoughts and we can do what we can to change them. And through that process, we can become more conscious of our thought to help us create the life that we truly want. Now, it doesn't mean accepting everything from everyone. It doesn't mean using that mechanism for something we don't care to tolerate or to allow into our life. And so for that, it's super important to learn and to know how to set boundaries for the people in your life. And the approach I want to talk about to you today is a tool I learned during my certification at the Life Coach School and a tool that is together super empowering and really very liberating. So what does it mean to set boundaries? Setting a boundary means deciding ahead of time what you will do when someone is in violation of your personal, physical, or emotional space. Boundaries do not control people or tell them what to do, but you use boundaries to make clear 
what you stand for in your life. The boundaries will help you clarify what is acceptable for you and what is not, but they are not threats. So the idea is that the grown-ups around you are free to act as they choose, that you cannot control neither their, the way they think, nor the way they act, nor what they say, but that you can control the way you feel that their acts or their words or all of that, that if it overlaps on your space, on a space that belongs to you, um, physical space, like let's say your home or like your body or your emotional space, like your mind and, and your feelings, um, then you feel that they are trespassing that limit that you have established around that space and that it is then your responsibility towards yourself to take care of you and to protect you and to protect that space. And so choosing to set clear boundaries can be a game changer and provide you with so much more freedom and, um, and much healthier uh, relationships as well. So how do you do that? Well, you define, first of all, as well as possible, what you want for you and what you don't want also. You define as well as possible what suits you and what doesn't suit you. You define as well as possible what you are willing to accept and what you're not willing to compromise on. And then once that is clear, you're free to tell the people around you, well, this is what's acceptable for me. So you express your boundaries. And sometimes that's going to be enough for the person to understand where you stand. But sometimes that person won't integrate the limits that he or she has been asked to respect. And so when that is the case, you're going to reiterate those limits to that person. But this time making it super clear that if that person doesn't follow the limits that you've set and crosses into your space, then you warn him or her that if they don't respect your space, that you will then have to take action and have to remove yourself from the situation. So you basically state what's acceptable for you in the situation and you explain that if they don't respect your physical or your emotional space, that there will be a consequence. And you set the consequence as well. So for example, if you're meeting a friend for lunch and you know that your friend has a tendency to, to be late all the time and that that particular day you have no time to waste, you tell your friend, well, if you're late, I won't be able to wait and I'll have to leave. You're not forcing your friend to be on time, but you're making things clear as where you stand in case she's late. Another example that I hear, um, you know, sometimes uh, from sessions with, with my clients is that, let's say you have friends over for a few days and your friends don't lift a finger to help during that time. They just sit down, they eat, they drink, they enjoy, and they don't really realize, you know, that there's a lot to do around and they don't help. They take advantage of your hospitality or that's how you feel. And then your husband doesn't see any of it because he's just enjoying the entertaining part of it much more and 
So you end up being the one left in frustration, in anger, in resentment, and and in total exhaustion from doing it all. And then also looping with, you know, thoughts like, how can they be so rude? Um, How can they, you know, not, you know, be helping and this and that? Because you think that they should know this that you shouldn't have to tell them that how can they be so inconsiderate? And then you feel frustrated because of the thoughts you are having about your friend's behavior. And in reality, those friends, they may not know that they are crossing a boundary because after all, you're you're all smiley and you're being a perfect host and you've never told them the expectation and the rules to the few days uh, together at your house. And so they don't have a clue and they're just, they're just being them. Another example that I hear a lot is about your mother-in-law. If your mother-in-law has a tendency to show up, uh, unexpectedly at your door and it creates a lot of stress for you, it is your right to say that you would like her to call you before she comes and to let her know that if she doesn't call you before she comes, then you're going to have to not open the door. It's not a threat. It's not a punishment. It's not an ultimatum. And it's not about saying this because you are angry or resentful towards her. It's not about controlling your mother-in-law or pressuring her. It's about taking care of yourself first. It's about honoring the fact that you won't get yourself into situations that are not acceptable for you anymore and that you take the necessary measures to protect yourself from it by setting the boundaries clearly and ahead of time. It helps you avoid wasting your precious energy trying to argue with people that you cannot control anyway. So there are two things that are important when you want to set boundaries. Number one, Set your limits upon situations that make sense and set your limits with people that immediately affect you, okay? And for behaviors that affect your physical or emotional space directly. Number two, if you decide that there is indeed the need for some, you know, limitations to be set up, it is important that whatever boundary you announce you stick to the consequence. It helps showing the other person that you honor what you say and that you mean it. And it's super helpful also for you to to reinforce the trust in you, to show yourself that that you matter and to help you know that no matter what, you always have your own back. You are... You are um, here to, you know, you protect yourself. For example, another example I, I, I see a lot on social media or if you're writing a blog, you can decide that you're not going to accept messages that are insulting or aggressive. And so when people message you, comment on your blog, on your message, on whatever post you have, Okay, you can't forbid people to write whatever they feel like writing, but you can make it clear that if they 
do post insulting and aggressive messages, you will be forced to removing them. So if you are around someone who also, you know, screams a lot, for example, or gets angry a lot, you can provide help to that person, right? You can be there and, and support them and try and understand where this anger is coming from and, and see how, in which way you could support them best. But after a while, if that person continues, you are allowed to say, hey, if you continue screaming or if you break things and throw things around one more time, I will leave the house. And actually, every time you do so, I will leave the house. That way, you reinforce your trust in you and also um, you set for, you know, healthier freedom in your relationships. And that is why it's super important that you follow through because otherwise your boundary is just not taken seriously. So yes, sometimes it will require courage to set boundaries and it can be harder for you people pleaser out there. <laughs> I know there are a lot of you that are people pleasers uh, and I love you. But listen, even if it requires courage, it is so worth it because you can feel uncomfortable and scared, you know, to, to, to do that, to, to set the boundary. But when in your life you tolerate a behavior that is uncomfortable and that is sometimes even unbearable and you have to manage all the difficult emotions that are caused by that behavior and on top of that, um, all that the behavior is causing you, you know, really physically sometimes and mentally, well, as uncomfortable as it can be to set boundaries, it is less work than to say nothing and to have to face, you know, hours, days, years of, you know, dealing with abuse and unacceptable behaviors uh, and, and things and dealing with things you um, you you tolerate against your, you know, against your will, sort of. So you know that it won't be easy, but that you are doing it for you. And even when it means that you might have to upset people, you might have to get them hungry, angry, sorry, <laughs> I guess I am hungry. You might have to get them angry um, and you might turn them off. Remember that it is about them, that whatever their emotional, you know, whatever they feel when you tell them that, if they're angry or if they don't like it, if they don't approve of it, that is about their thoughts about what you do. And that is totally about them. That has nothing to do with you. You don't have to modify your behavior against what you truly believe in just because you're afraid to disappoint someone. So to move forward in this work, excuse me, I got a, my throat was very dry. I had to have a sip of water. So to move forward in this work, I want you to ask yourself in which um, situations you might sometimes find um, that your limits are being crossed. And so when you think about the situation, I want you to try and think as clearly as you can about what feels acceptable for you and what, and at what point does it not feel acceptable for you anymore. 
And then to ask yourself what you could do when you are conf- uh, like uh, confronted to the situation to better protect yourself and your emotional well-being. It has to be something you feel that you can do. So then you explain where you stand to the person that you know you want to set the boundaries with without anger, without animosity. That's super important. And you say, from now on, when this or that happens, this is what I will do. And you have to make sure that you follow through with each time that this might come up. So let's recap. Number one, what is the boundary violation? Number two, what is the boundary you wish to set? Number three, write down the request, meaning if you do this or that, blah, blah, blah. And number four, write down, last but not least, write down the consequence. The request was if you do this and the consequence is, then I will do that, okay? If you feel that it's going to be hard for you to to say and express the boundary, I want you to ask yourself, what are your fears around establishing this boundary? But also, what are the benefits for you of establishing this boundary? How will you go about setting it up? And how you will ensure that you will honor it. Remember, this is about loving yourself first. This is about staying coherent with what you believe in. And this is about you always having your own back. Well, my friends, this is it for today. I hope you have found this episode and this tool helpful. Uh, This is a topic that comes up a lot in my client sessions. So if you need help with it, or if you want to lose your weight for the last time, or sort out, you know, other issues in your relationship, or grow in your career, or manage your anxieties, book yourself a free session with me, and let's help you so you can really start feeling better and moving forward to creating your best life yet. Thank you so much. Merci beaucoup. I love you all. Have a great weekend. Ciao, ciao. To work with me, please sign up for your free session on my calendar at www.calendly.com forward slash Cara the Life Coach. You can find the link in my bio. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to it on iTunes and share it with your friends. And together, let's learn to live well and help change the world one person at a time.